Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. What you gonna get? Gonna get respect. What you gotta get? Gotta get respect. What you wanna get? Wanna get respect. So how do you earn? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Sad Knicks Fan Podcast. I think we should change the name, Matthew. Happy Knicks Podcast. Happy Knicks Podcast, episode one. Many. <laughs> That's it. Scrap the project. We're doing it again. Happy Knicks. Sorry, folks. My lord. Last time we left you off, we were talking about how we just beat the Bucks, and we were super ecstatic about that. We were getting you ready for the Cavs, Raps, and Pacers game. Well, we're a little bit late to the game, but don't worry. Today we're going to be covering the game spent with the Cavaliers, the Raptors, the Pacers, the Hawks, and the Jazz. Yeah, a couple missed games there, but that's all right. Five and three. Five and three. Remember playoffs. When, remember when I, yeah, yeah. Remember when I was like, hey, Knicks are in the playoffs. Knicks are in the, in the playoffs. We are fifth seed. seed right now. It's a beautiful thing to look at. It's a beautiful sight to see. Thank God. As, I, as foolish as this is, because of course we're only eight games in, but if the playoffs happened today, do you know who would be facing? Who? Celtics. Oh my we God. We could take them. Oh yeah, easily. No. We could. You think so? Are you kidding me? We're five and three. I think we could have Yeah, we, we are smoking the competition, so maybe. That I'm would not, definitely. I'm not worried about no Celtics. That would definitely be a, a really heated uh, battle in this household. Who do I got to be worried about? You got Tatum? Uh, Jalen no. Brown. No. <laughs> Jalen Brown. RJ, to start the season, he's been playing better. Give me a break. Yep, nope. you, take, you take Mitchell Robinson. Cool. You take RJ. Cool. And Julius. Ooh. Those three alone. That's you don't need the rest of the team. That's it. <laughs> you got Tatum and Brown right there, locked. Alfred Payton on locked top of that, stacking. Oh, Austin you got Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers, Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. yeah. yeah. Uh, but we'll get into him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get talk, into we'll that in just him. a minute. But uh, first off, before we start the show, happy birthday, Ignis Brasdikas. Happy birthday. Good old January eighth. Happy birthday, my son. <laughs> Maybe someday you'll see the floor. <laughs> Maybe for a birthday present the next week. Give him some minutes. <laughs> just ten minutes. That's all we're asking. Give him like more than one. More than all, dude. You don't play one minute. This one minute, whole season. season. Eight games, one minute. Per forty-eight. <laughs> no, not for 48. What's his contract, actually? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. I don't. It man. can't be much. I was looking at those Ignis Brasdikas jerseys yeah, online. Two-year, $2.4 million contract, so they're paying him $2 million to park it on his ass, so. Hey, I guess he ain't complaining. I went on the Knicks store, and I bought some Knicks slip-on shoes and a Knicks hoodie. That way I can truly become Hoodie Mellow. Hoodie Mellow. <laughs> <laughs> got the jersey. Oh, yeah? Just got to throw it on. Got that Mellow in you and jersey. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Okay. What do you say we get into that first matchup, my boy? Let's jump right into that Cavs game. Uh, we had them by quite a bit in the first quarter, scoring 29, they scored 15. Mm. They came back a little bit. You know, they put up 31, we put up 24. Third quarter tied 18-18, and we, we finished it off with putting up 24. They put up 22 with a final score of 95-86. This was a low-scoring affair, but they... The Knicks kept the Cavs to 86 points this game. And as of today, the 8th, the Knicks are 5th in the league defensively, which is just astronomical because, you know, the Knicks have quite frankly been awful the last couple of years. But this start has well, been... more than a couple. Yeah. This this start has been absolutely tremendous. So, uh, you know, our boy, Julius Randle, putting in 44 minutes this game. Woof! Put up a triple-double. 12 rebounds, 11 assists, and 28 points. God damn. This is the first game that we saw in this stretch of five that we're covering that really... You're starting to see the threes go down. Uh, Robinson's really starting to work well in the paint, especially with those post dunks. A lot of those are some highlight level stuff going nuts, and Randall going steady is just something that something that the team needs. And RJ putting up 12 points, playing 39 minutes always helps, and he is leading the league right now in minutes played. Really? Yep, RJ's played the most minutes out of anybody. Holy crap. Well, I mean, Tom Thibodeau, what are you going to expect? But dude, I mean, this is a game where the Cavs didn't have Kevin Love. So, you know, that's like, Whoa. I know, come on, you gotta, you gotta oh, at least give him Kevin Love. But I'm telling you, man, like, the Knicks in this game, they just have the ability to gain the lead and just, like, never relinquish it. And, like, it may have lost the lead at least once or twice during this game, but, like, you knew that the Knicks were gonna take it. It's an unbelievable feeling to know that the Knicks are actually gonna take the game. Well, I mean, you double their score at the end of the first quarter. That's 
Oh, yeah. There's only so much you're going to do. I mean, Randall, this game. Passing well, and scoring. So I think, I know with our big respect player here. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think we're pretty, we're both kind of in agreement here. Big, oh, yeah. Big respect player, triple-double Randall. Big respect player of the game, triple-double, easily. So good. 44 minutes, you put up just shy of 30, and 12 rebounds, 11 assists. That's that's stats that if Randall wasn't on this team, I don't know where we'd be without him. Jeez, I don't even want to think about that. I mean, I, the only thing that's keeping me, like, really excited, obviously the fact that we're having a great start, yeah. but the fact that we haven't had Obi for, like, a majority of the games. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll get a better idea and better timeline as to what the issue with his calf is. Right calf injury, some some muscle issues. Mm-hmm. It's not looking so hot. But when he comes back, if he's as good as he was when he started, you know, then that's just another piece to add on to the next totem pole here. Yeah, I mean, at least at least I can say I have some hope that he'll come back this year. I know uh, the potential of a sister podcast, The Sad Magic, <laughs> that is uh, a tough day. I mean, Markel, is, that's just so unfortunate. Oh, yeah, that is that would really cap off the beginnings of The Sad Magic podcast. Just, ACL, end of the season, I mean, that's rough. for being a number one pick. That's And he already had some issues with his shoulder, so now he's got a bad ACL, bad shoulder. And he's in his early 20s. It's it's just, it's really unfortunate. But you know what is unfortunate? Save your money, because early retirement's coming for you, Markel. Ah, Jesus Christ. You can only look so good in those orange jerseys for so long. <laughs> it's a real shame. Those are nice jerseys. I agree. But man, like, some, some silly things I'd like to point out for this game that, we, uh, that we're discussing right now is, like, we were loving the three-pointer this game. We hit a half-court bomb to end off the fucking, uh, the second half here. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson awesome. absolutely refusing to let plays die. There was a play where he had two tips himself, like, trying to just bat that ball in. He well, that's what I'm it. saying. He's working well in the paint offensively and defensively, so that's that's what we need. We see it We see it a lot more in the Raptors game, but we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. And uh, just to end off this game, JaVale McGee hitting threes in this game, making me sick. Four threes. Despicable. But this is where the Knicks truly have matured, because in the fourth quarter, remember in the second episode of the Sad Knicks, we were talking about how the Knicks just can't seem to get it together during the second half of the game. This game... Every single time the Cavaliers scored in the fourth quarter, the Knicks answered and held them down this entire game. It was it was truly awesome to see. Just the Knicks really grinding on defense. It's awesome. They beat up the Cavs, the uh, the, the three and one Cavs at the <laughs> three time. Three and one Cavs, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, what what do you say? You know, where are you on the? Of course, you're happy Knicks fan after this. Oh yeah, obviously yeah. this is like a solid like eight 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 out of ten on the happy Knicks because it, yeah. because Julius played well. RJ didn't put up as many stats as, as we'd like, but he but we still won the game. You know, and you know we beat up a we beat up a poser team like that, so it just feels good to watch. Yeah, that's that's it, it's a good win. I mean, with us really trying to, especially now playing as good as we have been, a playoff picture, it's a possibility. It really is, and that's incredibly exciting. We'll so, just have to see where it goes from here. So a game like this, eight and a half on the happy next scale. Mm-mm. All right, moving on to the Raptors matchup. Oh boy. So looking at our our next game here on this stretch that we're covering today, the Raptors game. From the start, the Raptors uh, kind of held a steady lead in the first. But one player that really stood out, of course, where we did lose this one, we don't we don't have a big respect player of the game. Mm-mm-mm. But a player that stood out to me was uh, Mitchell Robinson. And in my notes here, I said a center that that plays like a true center. No Javale McGee from the three foolishness. None of that. No, none of that big man shooting half courts. Just just a big man, a true Ewing ninety style center. And despite a close second third, the fourth quarter just just fell apart for us. And this, I didn't have a whole lot to say here. I mean, we could have stepped it up. Randall, 16 points. I mean, Kevin Knox, 16 points. We saw Austin Rivers see 21 minutes this game. It's just Brasdikas saw one minute yeah! with the board. I, I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. Look, okay, this game was competitive for a majority of it. But, you know, we, were, we, we came out aggressive. You know, the Raptors, they came, the Raptors came out more aggressive, though. I mean, they were 0-3 coming into this game, and they were not going to lose to the Knicks. That's just something they weren't going to do. It was, it was really competitive throughout. I mean, Randall was doing his thing. He was sinking those nasty jumpers. Every single game, it seems he's hitting a nasty jumper. Contested and our, nasty jumpers. Exactly. And the paint, and the, we were scoring in the paint relentlessly. Barrett finds his way to the rim, and Robinson makes his way to the rim. It's just a thing that, that the Knicks, they, the Knicks were actually doing pretty well. You know, we were grindy, keeping the score down low. The lead was never too big for either team. But, my God, the last great thing that happened in this game was a transition Ninja Turtle dunk. Yeah, yeah and that then, was awesome. 
it was like night and day. Like, all my fears of the Knicks just came to life in the last six minutes of this game. It was like, I was watching the game, I went to the bathroom, I came back, and the Knicks were down. And, and, and they just never came back. The last six minutes of this game, the Knicks absolutely fell apart. And it was pretty heartbreaking. Maybe a sense of Knicks familiarity came back to you. Mm, God damn, it was like flashbacks, man. Sucked. On the sad Knicks fan scale, this one is definitely another eight as well. I was at nine on the sad Knicks scale. I, this was a game I thought, really, if we worked hard, we could have won. There, may, if we lost and it was close, I would say, all right, this could even be a neutral Knicks game, but... Losing by 17, Mitchell Robinson only putting up four points. That's a sad. Taking this playing one minute. <clears throat> I think that put that on the happy scale for you. Give that boy some goddamn minutes. <laughs> At least try. You'll put up 30 in the preseason. You no. yeah, it's not by accident. Not by. I tell you what. Give him 10. Give him 10 minutes next game. 10, 10 minutes. minutes. That's all I ask. <laughs> Let, let's two see. Minutes. Let's see. There was Noel 18 minutes. Bullshit. That, give him like five of those minutes. I mean, Reggie Bullock, he's good. Randall, good. Mitch, good. RJ, good. Alfred, good. Kevin, good. Austin, good. Nerlens Noel, Jared Harper, Theo Pinson. How in the hell is Theo Pinson getting more minutes <laughs> than Ignis the Lord Brazdikas? The Lord. Breaking my heart over here. Anyway, let's go talk about the Pacers. All right, so for the Pacers game, this was a pretty highly contested effort. The uh, first quarter ended with the Pacers outscoring us 28 to 26. Then we came back outscoring them 24 to 23 in the second. In the third quarter, still much of the same. Knicks outscoring them by a single point, 32 to 31. Moving into the fourth quarter, where the Knicks somehow pulled it out, outscoring the Pacers 24 to 20 with a final score of 106 to 102. Let's get into it. This, I think this was probably out of the five games we're covering today. This one's my favorite because it's that early season rematch. Exactly. Robinson came out with a fire, only scoring four points the last game, putting up 16 and nine boards this game. He was a beast. Just the dunks were crazy. This was a big post game for the Knicks because oh, yeah. in my notes, this was the start of me saying uh, RJ can play larger than a guard. And of course, back in his college days, he was small forward. Mm -hmm. But he goes in and the Knicks already have so many forwards that they kind of threw RJ to a bigger shooting guard. But him playing larger than a guard is just such a good thing to see. It's beautiful, I tell you what. Yeah, dude, we were just grinding in the paint to keep it close throughout. This game was very highly contested. This was an extremely exciting game to watch because they were just it was just so close throughout. I mean, some really awesome things that happened. I mean, RJ Barrett, he broke his horrible streak of missing 21 straight three-pointers. He just hit that baby, and man, it's got to feel good. And then immediately after, he hits another three. I'm like, damn! RJ's coming to play! Now, speaking of threes, and I, I hate to be negative Knicks fan on a game that we win, but one of my biggest uh, issues with this game was we could have won by quite a bit more if we were really watching the three. We allowed way too many wide-open three-point shots. I mean, when Miles Turner's hitting a three, it's got to be that's gotta be looked at. And really, I think the game would have went differently if the Knicks didn't clutch it up in the last few minutes. But overall, it was a great rematch. I mean, you love to see Robinson just playing his heart out in the paint. RJ putting up 25. Julius Randle took a step back, only putting up 12. But, hey, Alfred Payton scored 19. And this was the start of that Austin Rivers three-point barrage three-point show with 15 points so i mean it's a great sight to see when you don't need randall putting up 30 to win the game yeah like yeah. that's just awesome but like some things i'd like to point out i mean like fun plays like kevin knox bulldozing a man and then tossing it out to rivers for a three i mean come on that's just art doug mcdermott that son of a bitch that ex-nick he he's just making us look silly he's hitting these nasty plays and it's just making me sick just gotta lock him down and then okay look mitchell robinson he's like a garbage disposal he will take anything you give him and just grind it down. I tell you what, that boy, that man. One more thing that I'm pretty excited about is how Alfred Payton has been progressing. Yeah. Because, like, last season, you know, he wasn't doing the things he's doing now. He's become a far more vast offensive player. And that's exciting! It's fucking great! Okay, now, let's talk about the big respect player of the game. No, we might we might have different big respect players here. What, you want to say yours first? Sure. My big respect player of the game is RJ. He was the leading scorer, broke through his 21 straight three-point misses, and uh, he hit three of his own threes this game. He was definitely the, the biggest contributor for me. Well, I said my big respect player was Robinson, just the dunk show he was putting up. All those easy points in the paint, 
those good boards that he was grabbing, I the easy points, I think, was what set them apart. Yeah, RJ scoring the most, of course, is always going to add and help, but I, I think it would have been a different game without Mitchell. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, both of the players had to overcome some adversity here. I mean, Robinson only putting up four points last game. RJ yeah. coming in with a cold, cold, cold streak from three. Icy hands and not Ice, in a good way. Icy hot. Icy hot. He went from icy to hot. It's remarkable. So, yeah, both players, it's not a bad problem to have when you've got two big respect players of the game. Not at all. It's pretty awesome. But, you know, the way that the way that the Knicks finished out this game, like, defensive stops, I mean, to seal this victory, that's a straight-up 10 out of 10 on the Knicks scale. I am ecstatic about this victory. You're giving this game a 10? Dude, it was... Yes, well, because because we beat the team that beat us last time. Yeah. We sealed it out the game with defense, yeah. and our our sophomore baby, he just absolutely crushed it. I, I'm going to give it a 9. That's reasonable. And I'm going to give it a 9 because that not really watching the three-point line. Yes, we finished out with good defense, especially in the post, but for for a whole game to get a happy 10 on the Knicks scale, you got to yeah you gotta play both sides extremely well, and I think we could have done defense just a little better. But still, 9 on the happy Knicks scale is better than I thought I would give any game this <laughs> season going into doing this show. So Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I, must have, I was just a little bit hyped coming in, so, you know, I'm sticking to what I said, but you have some good points. So in the last episode, I predicted that the Knicks would win all three games, obviously, <laughs> because I'm, you know, I am the Knicks fan. But um, I, I did expect them to be able to pull it out with the Pacers, and I did expect them to beat the Cavs. The Cavs game was obvious. Yeah, the, um, yeah of course. Yeah, the Raptors game w- would have been really tough, but um, I'm, I'm pleased with how the Knicks pulled out. Now, for this game against the Hawks, this could have been either way. I mean, the Knicks are coming in really hot. The, Ra- uh, the Hawks are obviously the Hawks. They have been an offensive juggernaut so far. Yeah. And then moving into the next game against the Jazz, that honestly looked to be, like, not a steamroller game, but the Jazz could have handled the Knicks if they, if given the, the perfect circumstance. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and because we didn't mention the Hawks or the Jazz game on our last show, if, if we had, I would have said the Hawks have been a tough one. But then again, I wasn't expecting the last three games before that we had seen of the Knicks. Oh, so. yeah. The Hawks, I didn't. I, I thought it could have went well if Trey Young didn't have one of those fifty point games because every time Ooh. he has every time he has a forty plus game, it's it's usually a win. He usually puts Atlanta on his back. And I mean, now he's got supporting pieces. He's got Clint. He's got John Collins, and he's got all these other young players. Like Clint Capella is way better than what they had last year. Done that in Houston. Oh, I know. Sad Rockets fan podcast. No, just, just no just, longer just, Rockets fan podcast. <laughs> the ex Rockets fan podcast. The ex Rockets fan podcast. This is where we just make fun of the Rockets. <laughs> well, actually, I think I've been doing a uh, pretty decent. After that little t- horrendous start they had. But uh, whatever, we're not talking about the Rockets here. So, Matthew, would you please enlighten the viewers about what happened in during this matchup? Well, I thought, and of course, these these first games, it was always like really hard work games. But for, for a team like the Hawks, I my first note was it looked like the Knicks were just having fun out there. RJ was just using his body, putting up some good numbers. 26 points in 44 minutes with 11 rebounds and 5 assists. Julius Randle just shy of another triple-double. That, that would have been a beastly triple-double. Yeah, 17 boards, 28 points, and 9 assists. That would be crazy if you just tacked one more assist up. But I saw this post. It was like, most unlikely MVP candidates. And Julius Randle topped the list because he has been putting up... Like, I'm, I'm not trying to like toot the Knicks horn, but like if the Knicks were like first seed, like Julius Randle would be in the conversation, and that blows my mind. Just with these numbers he's putting up, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you know, the first ten points of this game scored by the Knicks all scored in the paint. All scored in the paint. Randall, every single time this man scores, it seems like he's doing a contested fadeaway. And somebody always in his face, and he's just doing the Carmelo pull it it's back. It's just too easy for this man. He's yeah. just he's honestly really feeling himself, dude. And then <laughs> I don't know if it was John Collins, but there was a play where there was a it was a pass that went off and oh, it, it yeah. hit the man in the face, and then Randall, Randall just puts it, it in. It's, care. it's awesome. It really seemed like they were having fun. I mean, yeah. Knicks. I label them for this game the strong boys. RJ and Randall are bullying in the paint and yeah. slamming it down. I mean, did you see? Like, uh, RJ got that offensive rebound and then he just went right up with it and right slammed back, that baby yeah. down. Two hand slam. That's what I'm saying. For just fierce. For somebody as the starting shooting guard for the game, you don't really see a shooting guard use their body like that. Mm, seriously, though, for the first half, it was it was beauty. 
but the third quarter, the Knicks totally fell off, and we were down huge. Yep. But, I mean, we, we managed to claw our way back, and the end of the third quarter was just capped off by a Ninja Turtle buzzer beater three. That, that shot, fun, I yeah. screamed when I saw that shot. I was, I was like, unbelievable! The Ninja! Now, of course, I gotta I gotta be the negative Nick. It's okay. Here. That's probably gonna be your role, is just the negative Nick. The negative Nick. So, we gotta see more consistency from Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, seven boards, eight points, but it's just compared to that last game. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like he has one really good game to meh to... All right, games. Yeah, he's he's obviously not the same position, but very reminiscent of uh, Jeff Green. So Jeff Green is a player that can light somebody up for 30, and then for the next three games put up three, five, and six points. Yeah, it's just we need to see more consistency. I'm with you. It's it's very exciting to watch Mitchell take off and really yeah, play well. Yeah, because when he goes off, it's awesome. He's like a dunk contest. It's, seriously. It, it was but, awesome. But, like, you know, the consistency definitely needs to be better. Yeah. But when he puts it up, it's it's insane. And then, you know, Julius Randle is the player that I feel kept this game alive. You know, everybody's working together. Everybody, Everything's a cohesive unit. The defense was starting to get on point. But Randle was definitely just... He's just a man, dude. Yeah, I mean, and of course, you know, I just saw today the uh, MVP race. First is LeBron. Second is Luka, which... Give me a fucking break. I could go on all day <laughs> about Luka being goddamn second in the uh, MVP race. I, c- I could see it being Julius Randle. I'm he has a you. case. I'm telling you. He's playing all these minutes, if not 40, close to 40 minutes a game. 30 points, usually is damn close to a triple-double. Seriously. And we're talking about giving the The MVP, Knicks a fighting chance. Yeah, giving the Knicks a fighting chance every game, we're talking about giving the MVP race to Luka. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Luka has been great, you know? He's he, great, but it's... I don't know. I... I don't know. Yeah. There's I mean, been a I mean, lot of years I don't agree with the MVP anyway. All I gotta say is that if Luka was on the Hawks, we might have lost this game. Get out of here. Ah, maybe Get not. I mean, I mean, Trey Young's definitely forging his path on the Hawks. Yeah. But we beat him! We beat those we beat those bad boys up. And the big respect player of the game. Who do you got? I said RJ. I you mean, said RJ. Put up big numbers, had some big body plays, and just had a lot of fun out there. This was a fun one to watch and just keeping an eye on him. I just I like guards that, that can kind of play that that bigger position and this is an unexpected dub, so that's a that's a big big ten for me on the happy Knicks. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. Except I gave my big respect player to Julius Randle. Just, I figured. Just, I, I was like, uh, when I was watching you take your notes, I said it's either gonna be RJ or Julius. And I mean, there was only the really only two ones you could choose from for this game, but you, yeah, you can make a case for. Uh, I mean, RJ being like the young stud out there, just really showing off his stuff, and then there's Julius Randle, manning it down, taking those hard, hard shots, and uh, facilitating the ball and getting, getting those boards down. It, it was, it was really a beautiful sight to see, and uh, I'm also a ten on the on the happy next. It's just, it's just great. But no one minute Ignis. No, no one minute. I mean. Unbelievable. We would have won by 30 if they could play out there. It's unbelievable. Well, 448, right. he has 97 points, right? <laughs> 96 points. Let's move into the final matchup of this conversation against the Utah Jazz. Oh, daddy. This is this is the game. This is the game of the week. Okay, okay. The game against the Pacers was a better team effort, but this is got to be the most exciting game. Oh, my God. Just the, la- the last four minutes and 20 seconds of the fourth quarter oh, just dude. made this game. Exactly. I mean, coming into the game, Utah was probably going to be our toughest matchup just because Utah knows how to play. They've got a complete team. Yep. They got they got all the pieces that they need to be a real good team in the West. So uh, this was definitely going to be a showstopper for us if we could pull this out. Yeah. I know, and I've seen a lot of people kind of have this argument with games similar to this where one team kind of pulls the upset when they're in their own home court. Do you think the Knicks being playing this game in New York, do you think that gave them an advantage or do you think this was just Julius Randle's 30 points, RJ's 9 points? Wow, that's a that's a show from RJ. <laughs> Osnover's 23 points coming off the bench, which was just insane. Yeah, it's just sensational. I mean, obviously there's a different energy when you're in Madison Square, but you know, without the fans, um, that definitely takes a lot out of it. Yep. Um, I mean, the Knicks, they're, they've been pulling out games on the road, so like, 
which is which is really rare to see from the Knicks. But you know, <laughs> no, that's not even a joke. Like you know, Madison Square brings that electricity, and this year the electricity has been lessened. So like, yeah. no, I think the Knicks really just pulled this one out. Just like, this one out. Even... I mean, obviously they're on the road, so like Utah's gonna have a little bit more trouble just because they have to travel. But yeah. you know, I, I I'm not taking anything away from this Knicks win. This is a straight up victory. No, of course. But not. I mean, like to start the second half. I mean, I mean, excuse me. To start the second quarter, like the Knicks were down thirty-four to twenty. I mean, yeah, we were we were tr- back game. Yeah, we were getting buried. But like some some nice things, I always like to point out. My my boy Ninja Turtle Knox, he's doing his thing. You know, he's got slams, hard slams, and ninja threes. It's just ninja I don't, threes. I, don't know, I just like seeing him play well. Sorry, I, I get really I get really excited when when my boys Knox and uh, Brezdikas play. It's <laughs> well, just nice. You mean you get excited when Knox plays and Brezdikas just puts one toe on the court? Because that's it. I want to watch an Ignis Brezdikas highlight reel, and it's just him sitting on the bench getting excited. <laughs> yeah, or just him being a hype beast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know in my notes for this game, I just I wrote Austin Rivers three times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. There are more things to talk about, but my God, Austin Rivers is definitely the highlight factory here. Let me let me give you a little bit of a rundown of how the games went. Uh, I mean, the Knicks get buried to start, but they begin to come back. You know, more consistent play. Randall contested shots, Ninja dunks. Oh, so good. Fifty six to forty eight to start the third. So we're not down by fourteen anymore. We're actually down by eight to start the third. I mean, there's a great play. This is probably my favorite play of the game that wasn't an Austin Rivers three. Mitchell Robinson blocks the ball, sends it down the court to Julius Randall yeah. for a one v three fast break score. That was awesome. It was really showing you that, like, we've got a pretty good star player here. And yeah, it's like, just on, on the fast break. I I think RJ is kind of learning this from Randall, but you can see just when Randall's on that fast break, he's on his own. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's even before this, of course. It's an empty arena. Nobody else on the court, and he's just running full speed for that dunk, and it's it's quite the show. It's pretty frightening to see that man going full speed. I'm yeah. like, holy <laughs> shit, I didn't know he could go that fast. He's coming for you. But yeah, no, the Knicks, they clawed back, and they got back. I mean, the play that sealed it, the play that gave the Knicks the lead back, was a Ninja Knox block that led to an RJ dunk. And then we get a Robinson dunk. I mean, this team is athletic, and I am not used to seeing an athletic Knicks roster. But what what gave us that lead? Oh, Who gave us that lead? oh my God! Well, Who gave us the well, folks, <laughs> at four twenty on the time, the Lord Henny Harvester, J.R. Smith was there watching over us. Austin Rivers just puts on a show and absolutely decimates the Jazz, scoring the final fourteen points of the Knicks game. Oh, maybe By himself. Yeah, it was 14 straight and then another score at the end, but 14 straight points to absolutely bury the Jazz and suck their soul straight out of them. Amazing. I mean... Just just the last four minutes of this game. Just put put a big... This was an 11 on the Happy Oh, Knicks this is above and beyond the Happy Knicks. I was not expecting us to win this game. I came in and I'm like, okay, let's see if we can do it. The game's close and let's just see if we can pull it out. And I'm watching this game and like every single time that ball perfectly hits the net, just... I was floored. Now, what if, hear me out, this this Austin River three-point show we've been getting as of late. Because, I mean, he, he threw up some threes in Houston, but he's, he's never played like this before. No this doubt. Is, this is different. He's never actually won a game like this before. What if we're seeing a little insanity? A little Riv sanity? Oh, my God. You're thinking we're having another Lin sanity moment? Well, shit. We don't have Carmelo here to steal the glory and, and screw everything up. Oh, well, trust me, I know everything about I know everything <laughs> about that dynasty, that legacy moment there, that little saga in NYC. Apparently, Carmelo got really angered by the fact that he wasn't in the spotlight. So that's kind of what ruined the whole vibe of it. But now, like, everyone's happy, everyone's vibing, and Austin Rivers, he showed out this game. Like, those the last three, he was putting the moves on, oh, like yeah. sidestep, corner three. My God, it's just his dribble move. Dribble moves are uh, such a show. I put I put Rivers in my notes equals discount Curry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's definitely there. <laughs> he's got moves. He's jacking up from three and he's winning. It sure he isn't putting up sixty two like like Steph. That was a crazy game. That was so awesome. <laughs> but my God, for this game, the big respect player of the game. I mean, can it be anyone else? It's Austin Rivers. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, it's Julius Randle. <laughs> I mean, Julius Randle technically he put up a better stat line, but no, like Austin Rivers is Austin what? Rivers. Big respect. Big respect. 
Mucho respecto. Mo- mucho respect. But, uh, my god, that that seals the final game of this discussion with an 11 out of 10 on the Happy Knicks fan scale. We're feeling really good moving into this next game against the Jazz. We're feeling 5-3 and three good. Oh, man. Looking ahead at the Thunder tonight, we're feeling good. Oh, yeah, so what's your prediction for the uh, Knicks-Thunder game? So, my Knicks, it's, especially if the Knicks are playing like this, even if they're playing 75% as good, it's going to be a Knicks, Knicks victory. Oh, yeah. Okay, coming out here feeling that's easy. good about that's the Knicks. easy. But then we look at the game after. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a toughie. Yeah, we're looking at Denver after playing the Thunder. And, I mean, last year, that, that Denver playoff stretch, those 3-1 comebacks were, were something to remember. I and, mean, is uh, Jamal Murray going to be playing this game? Oh, Jesus. Okay, so I just clicked on... All I know is that Jamal was out a few games. I'm not really up to date with the Nuggets, but I just clicked on the Nuggets-Knicks matchup, and this report makes me nauseous. What? NBA rumors, colon. This Knicks-Nuggets trade would feature Julius Randle. No. I'm clicking it. No. We're going to find out what this NBA trade is. Oh, okay, I'm seeing it. So it's Julius Randle and Randy Bullock for Gary Harris and a 2022 first-round pick. Lottery protected. I'd say don't even don't even consider don't it. That, don't even yeah. consider it. I mean, the, the Nuggets... The, okay, if there's anyone that's been following the Nuggets, they always start out the season shitty. Yeah. Like, they, they play terribly in the beginning of the season, then they come back, and then they're the second seed in the West. So, if I'm the Knicks, not a chance. I don't want Gary Harris. Not for... Not your... for Julius Randle and a first-rounder. Like, I don't... It's not... It's not gonna happen. No. And if it does, I'm gonna be pretty upset. <laughs> I'm, I would be really upset to trade our MVP candidate. But, you know. So, Thunder win, Nuggets. I... You know, Jamal Murray... I'd say got... never count the Knicks out at this point. With they got Jamal Murray, they got Joker, they got Michael Porter Jr. That's just that's a tough big three. That is a really tough matchup, but that's a potentially Western Conference championship big three. Wow, okay, that's a big claim. So you're telling me that they're gonna lose to the Nuggets, but in the off chance, what do the Knicks have to do to win against the Nuggets? Oh jeez, in the off chance, Jamal Murray has to miss a lot. Robinson has to He has to do least, he has to do the dirty work on Joker. Yeah, he has to at least balance out with Joker. And between Randall and RJ, not only do they have to shut down, but they have to outscore Michael Porter Jr. And if we see another three-point show from Austin Rivers, that's always that's always a good time. I mean, MPJ is about as reliable as Mitchell Robinson. That's how I feel. Really? Yeah, I mean, just in terms of, like, their their reliability, you know, how consistent they are. So, say this trade's presented to you. Okay. Mitchell Robinson, Michael Porter Jr. Who are you taking? Are you keeping Robinson, or are you... Well, I mean, is what, what position is MPJ? Well, he's a small forward, but... We don't need that right now. That's true, but Mitchell Robinson's got you put Igus in. No, I mean, okay, that trade, okay. <laughs> uh? Okay, inherently, that trade doesn't make any sense, because the Nuggets don't need a center, and we don't need another small forward. But just like, save Just for happen. raw talent, say. Yeah, just for talent. I still don't want to get, a, I still do not want to get rid of Mitchell Robinson. For, okay. okay. Maybe, right. maybe for raw talent's sake, I would take him, but like, for position's sake, which is hard for, for position, me to overlook, yeah. I don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, no, of course, I'm saying for talent's sake. Yeah, for talent's sake, I'd say he has, oh shit, that's actually a really toughie, but for that's, now, mm-hmm. for now, I guess I'm going to keep Mitchell Robinson. So who do you th- do you think Nuggets are going to lose? Okay, looking at it realistically, it's going to be a super tough matchup. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'd say the Nuggets are better than the Jazz, and just holding out, the Knicks, they could potentially win this game if everything, if all the planets align, but <laughs> if, if I'm going to be realistic, I'm going to say the Nuggets are going to take this one. It's going to be a close game, but the Nuggets are probably going to take it. Moving into the, oh, and I also think that the Knicks are going to beat the Thunder. The, yeah. the, the Thunder just don't have enough going still, on with them I right mean, now. I mean, right now, what, what's their record? Like, four and... Three and four. Three okay. And four. And the Thunder, I think, are honest with themselves. They know they're not a championship team. This is a rebuild squad. I mean, they're a, they're a hard fighting team, but uh, so are the Knicks. I think yeah. the Knicks will win. Yeah. And now moving into the Hornets matchup. Easy win. That's a Knicks dub. I mean, it is in Charlotte. We're, we are gonna get a we are gonna get a chance to watch um, Lamelo Ball play against oh the Knicks, God. which is gonna be a, a glorious thing. So many people would say that Lamelo Ball would win it by himself, and me being a huge Ball fan, even I think that's a little little foolish. That's pretty bonkers. That's. 
I just, oh man, I wish Obi could come out and be like, just, it's just beat just up, flex just on beat up on the mellow. But unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see that. But yeah, no, I think the Knicks are a more complete team at this point, And I think that they're going to pull it out. Aside from any LaMelo God tier performance that would just outweigh it all. Or maybe another 44 pointer by uh, Gordon Hayward there, which would be insane. Or but um, no, uh, in all reality, I believe the Knicks will pull this one out. Yeah. Now, this is the final one that we're going to predict here. This is the big kahuna, the battle for New York. Knicks at, are at home yep. defending NYC from the Brooklyn Nets. What do you think? I think it's going to be tough, but with the way Kyrie's been acting, he's sitting out, not giving anybody an explanation as to what he's doing, kind of pulling, I, I, hate pulling to say, Kyrie. I hate to say this, but pulling that typical Kyrie shit. Yeah. And really, if KD's only putting up 20, 28 points on a good night. I mean, KD's going to be KD. Like, you can, you don't, you don't even have to predict for KD. He's doing what he's going to do. Yeah, but is that enough to outdo what Randall, RJ, and possibly Austin Rivers and Robinson going to do? I, okay, here's my belief. I think that during that Brooklyn game, I think... Randall has the ability to put up a better stat line than KD. Yeah. Like, he could just he could just completely even out KD's performance. Yeah. Then it comes down to if RJ can score. Because if RJ can score, he can do his part to even do half or maybe three quarters or even, like, the same as Kyrie. If Kyrie plays. Yes, assuming Kyrie plays. Then, you know, the Nets roster versus the Knicks roster, that's pretty much an even matchup without their star players, you know? Yeah, so off chance. The off chance is that... I mean, KD, if he if he performs a little bit less than he's used to, Kyrie pulls a Kyrie, yeah. and then Julius does his thing, Mitchell puts up at least 10. At least 10. Yeah. I'd say the Knicks could have a close, competitive, fiery performance and win the game. Yeah, I think if Kyrie, if Kyrie sits this game and the Knicks just all put in equal hard work together, this is going to be a win. I mean, they're going to want to fight for NYC. Like, they're going to want to fight for this game, and I think that the Knicks are going to want it more than Brooklyn at this point. So if I had to put down anything, if I had to say a W or an L... A W. Yeah, so me too. predicting three of our next four games a win. Everything goes that way. We're going to be looking at eight and four. That's going to be the next time we do the show. Incredible. Dude. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be super awesome. I, I can't wait for that. Now that we've discussed the four games, or was it five? Now that we've discussed the five games and then the four following games, let's do a little bit of fun stuff and talk about ball control and the Mellow Muriot. I think the only the only fun little thing I have today is uh, welcoming back Taj Gibson. Oh shit! Welcome once, back, Taj. Number sixty-seven returns. <laughs> I love him, Taji boy. Welcome back, Mister Deeply. Ancient, ancient boy. But he's still he's still technically a defensive player, so we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> take all the help we can get. Oh boy. So what do you say we get into the mellow minute? You kick it off, man. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the mellow minute. Featuring your boy Carmelo Anthony. So talking about his Instagram account, Carmelo Anthony is playing a fine game of billiards. In the quote, he says, whatever your goals are, get focused, look in, and take your best shot. Thank you so much, Carmelo, for always being a motivational mastermind here. Let's take a look at his stats here. All right, so last time we caught up with Melo, he didn't even get a chance to play against the Lakers. But he rectified that situation by playing against the Clippers, putting up 15 points. Oh, yeah, baby. That's what we like to see out of that boy. In the next game, he still got it. The last... He put up 18 points this game. Sensational. Next game, puts up 10 against Golden State. I mean, not much you can do against the Golden State. Like, putting up 62. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ. But no. I mean, I think there's some stuff you can do against that team. Yeah. I don't think they're really a playoff team. But, I mean, I mean, like, for that particular matchup. Just well, that yeah. during that game, that, yeah, there ain't nothing you can do. No, I mean, putting up 12 and then 9. You know, Carmelo, he is, he's still Carmelo out there. Even at a reduced role. I mean, he only he only played 20... He's playing, like, roughly 25 minutes a game. Which, still, coming off the bench at his age to be playing 25 minutes. It's yeah, still, it's, that's nothing you can argue with. I mean, again, as we were talking about before, a few years ago, a lot of people didn't think he was going to play. Exactly. So, to play 25 minutes on a playoff team in the Western Conference, that's, that's something just, to talk about. It still brings a tear to my eye to watch him play these games. Incredible. 
All right, Matthew, what do you say we hop into ball hop control? Hop into ball control. What is going on with the ball family? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Tonight, we're going to get a real matchup here. Mm. The 3-5 and five Hornets versus the 4-4 four and four Pelicans. Lonzo versus LaMelo. Oh, my God. And then after that matchup, it's going to be the Knicks versus the Hornets. So we've got so much ball control, it's so going to be inserted. So, for my prediction for tonight's game, I think Lonzo is going to outscore LaMelo. I think the Pelicans are going to win. And I think Lonzo is going to say, all right, I'm, I'm still number two pick here. Take it easy. I'm still number two. You're number three looking. <laughs> I'm the best ball there is. The best ball. And a little bit of, a little bit of Jello news. Finally, the I stuff know, I've been craving. Yeah, I know. In our last episode, Jello did absolutely nothing since getting waived from the Pistons. But he's in the G League now. Mm. Jello in the G League. The Jello League, the basically. The Jello League, yeah. <laughs> Coming out dropping 30 a night. What's usually on, do you know? I have no idea. He just said he, he's said he's in the G League. So I wonder if he's in the Pistons G League or if he's back to the OKC G League. Oh, my God. But More Jello drama as we continue this saga. Hey, Jello points, Jello minutes, Jello games. Jello sponsored by Jello. Je- yeah. It's incredible. Leangelo Ball Jello? Leangelo Ball. <laughs> Well, that's all I have for ball control today, so you want to wrap it up today? Oh yeah, that's all we got for ball control, that's all we got for this episode of the Sad Knicks Fan Podcast. If you are enjoying the series, make sure to let us know. Follow us on YouTube and Instagram, we like to post updates and the full podcast on those platforms. Make sure to email us at thesadknicksfanpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, highlight anything you want us to discuss, and until then, keep going Knicks, keep winning Knicks, we're gonna do it baby! Fifth seed, go Knicks! Eight and four, next time we get on the Sad Knicks Fan Podcast. Holy shit, let's do it!